It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. All right, welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Erin Greger, and today I've got a very special guest, uh, Megan Van Petten. Megan, welcome. Thank you, Erin, for having me, and congratulations on the show. Well, thank you, and I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm just going to be flat out honest. Megan and I have been talking the previous 30 minutes before this, and I'm st- like, there's so much great information, Megan. Uh, that you have to provide. And I feel like we're going to inspire some people. I feel like we're going to get people excited about a podcast. So no pressure. <laughs> but I promise this will be I, I know we've got some some so much great stuff here. So for those of you who don't know Megan, Megan is the managing director of the eSports Trade Association. And she's also the host of the podcast eSports Connected. Um, I know truth Truth Bomb, we help produce Esports Connected. So uh, I've seen this content come through and I know, and you and I have had a, a lot of conversations, there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes. So just to start out, can we tell the story of Esports Connected? Because I think this is a great story. Uh, this was not something you had stewing for a really long time that you were so excited to jump in the podcast. And can you talk a little bit about where the idea originally stemmed from, and then what it was that helped you step into that role of the host. Okay, that's a great story. Thank you. Um, We had been starting podcasts um, as, you know, the digital media pivot happened with COVID, and we were looking for hosts and guest hosts and um it was it was quite an evolution before esports connected happened and it was never really a role that i was considering being a host so um it was about a year before we launched esports connected um that we tried a couple of other things and um there was just an aha day um I was talking to a potential member that called me and told me their idea for a new esports company. And it was so good that I said, if I had a show, would you come on it and tell this story and have the show help you get connected with partners and or financing. And the person said, the potential member said, I would do it right now. And that, you know, that was like the beginning of the aha moment. All right. So I want to keep talking about the evolution though, into this, because I know as much, I'm going to leave this to you how much you want to tell. I know as we were talking, a lot of your role is behind the scenes. Right. So this was not something that you were necessarily used to doing being front and center. So can you talk a little bit about that idea? Like I can do this to actually making it happen. Did you have to overcome anything or for lack of a better term, get over yourself a little bit? Like I I can't, you know what I mean? Like we're in our heads. We're like, oh, I don't, what if I say something funny or what if I, you know, all of these crazy questions we ask ourselves, did you have to get like, 
pep talk yourself, anything to help you. Okay. So, so yeah. And and the evolution of the story, I think is good. I was just talking to someone the other day and and she was saying, you know, you have to tell a story sometimes a hundred times before you get it right. And this is probably the second or third time that I'm telling the story. So I appreciate the opportunity in sharing because I I do think it's precious. Um, So I got off the phone and I said, Katya, what do you think about just me having a show? And she was incidentally listening to that call, like half listening. And she said, Megan, one of my favorite parts of my job is hearing you because you're so genuinely excited. And I really am. So I never wanted to do this. Never, ever, ever. It wasn't even an option. I immediately called John Davidson and said, I've got the show and you're going to do host it because it's a perfect idea. And he's like, no, <laughs> I have my own show. And I was like, oh, jeepers. Okay. So, um, so that, so there was that little, okay. So this is something I have to really look at for me. And, um, there were more calls happening and I found myself having similar conversations with members and potential members. And the truth was, not only was I excited hearing what they were saying, Katya second-handedly half hearing what I was saying turned into the show where people, viewers, members are genuinely interested in hearing about our members' journeys and getting connected with them. And um, the the show came before the host. And the host ended up being me. <laughs> I love, okay, so I'm like getting teary-eyed here just listening to you because I love, you know, anybody in particular, but I'll go, you know, women have a soft place in my heart just because so many times we hold our own selves back or, you know, like you said, you've, you've had these great conversations yet to put ourselves in the forefront isn't easy necessarily. And I know there's probably a lot of people listening to this right now going, you know, I have this idea, everybody's done it or whatever, but just to really take those, they're just genuine conversations. It wasn't like I have to come up with this whole new concept. That's just amazing. And in of it, it was like, I'm having these amazing conversations. How can I help bring these people to the limelight? And it's something that simple that I'm getting so like emotional, but that has the most profound impact on people, right? Like it doesn't have to be this, you know, this crazy thing. And so I, I love that. That's what it stemmed from just something really simple. And, um, you're, we'll talk about what you're seeing. So what what is the premise just so people who may not have heard it what's the premise of esports connected like you it's part of the association i think it's genius how you're doing this can you talk a little bit about what the per, like how you're using the podcasting platform to highlight members for the association that is such a great question because I've been in sports association management for 10 years. So there are so many people that I have talked to over the past decade. And um, it's part of the favorite parts of my job. I have a couple of parts. So it's hard to declare. I 
it, it wouldn't be honest to say it's my favorite part, but it's one of them. Um, with COVID, we had to think about how to shift. And typically an executive director, a chairman, a president, or a managing director of an association didn't have a podcast two years ago. When we were in COVID, if I could go back during that break, I would have studied the art of podcasting. This came out of just a genuine like, oh my gosh, this is this is something that could really work. And now that I've been in the network for six months, um, I would never have an association, a foundation, or a society without a show, ever. That that it is it, just like a you know not for profit one hundred and one. Now I can't speak for businesses because that's not where I specialize. I specialize in five hundred one c sixes and five hundred one c threes, and um, also I don't think I'll ever not have a podcast again. It has been one of the most challenging things I've ever done. My work in what I do has always been behind the scenes. And I've appreciated that role. Um, I came forward doing this show literally because no one else that we asked to do it accepted. <laughs> That's the God honest truth. So um, does that answer your question? I, I know it got, well, know it got kind a of, wordy. But no, you're good. I, I want to dive deeper into the why you would never run an association or do any of these things without a podcast. Like, can you yes. put into words the magic that it's really helped create and why it's been so impactful for the esports trade association? Right. Um, because it's in our time now, it's more than an infographic. It's more than a website. It's more, you know, in the day it used to be a wonderful member journal. You know, it's really like the next phase of media and communication. And our members have stories to tell and share. Um, and we have to stay current with these trendy opportunities to communicate and get together. So for me, um, I'm so grateful that I met you guys and you were so open about the idea of this show. And um, it's, it's, an, it's a huge member benefit. Yeah. So the show is basically you have to be a member to be fields. Uh, the show is you have to be a member to be featured, right? And then they right. share. And it's very much like talking about their business, talking exactly. about why, like their history. Is there, a, is there a very specific format you follow during the show or is it just kind of conversations? That's a great question. So people have all different preferences, and some people really like to know exactly what we'll be asking. And other people like to just flow, like our show today. Um, so we do have a very basic form. And we invite every member to be on the show. And we invite them with the form. 
many times people schedule the podcast without the form filled out, and that's their style. What I do is I schedule a 30-minute show. I schedule an hour and 15 minutes. So we have that green room time. And that's where the magic happens. And we just set up the show. We get connected and it's very bonding. Everyone I've had um, a show with, boy, if if we're not friends before, we're friends after because it's a it's an experience I can't explain. You just have to be part of it. And also, I'm just going to jump in. There's been a couple of guests that I was so nervous to have on my show because they're like podcast masters. Um, and their feedbacks were very interesting. And I feel like that's important to share because this is a you know beyond podcasting show and behind the scenes. Um, one person said, Megan, I know this was your second episode. And what I loved about your show is that it's the Esports Trade Association podcast connected and we connected and that it was just very simple and it was very soulful and it was very honest and authentic. And he, you know, he appreciated it and he was celebrating his 300th show, you know, so when he said that, I was like, okay, maybe I'm onto something here. Uh, that's odd. But start before you're ready. I mean, it really is, you know, like, that's amazing. Like, you were so nervous. And um, it's still worked out where it's been a great show. So this is this may be an assumption, but I'm assuming part of what makes a great association are, it would be that members feel heard. They have this ability to be featured, right? They have this connection point to a managing director. Like all of these things would be important. So I'm a girl. I love getting, <laughs> I love to kill two birds with one stone, right? Has the podcast been that like ability for you to connect with them? Like you're saying, you know, would you have connected with these members at the level you've connected with before a podcast or, and, or, and it has it just been a, a road that's a little bit easier to be able to do that because of the podcast. Does that make sense? I don't even know how I did really what I do before the podcast. And, you know, um, for example, we, we, we offer some, we offer so many diverse, um, different businesses and members, you know, from publicly traded companies to startups, to business services, one of our shows, you know, was about accounting and bookkeeping. Who would think, you know, uh, we want to have a show about that. But when you really hear the show, um, we all need a bookkeeper. Who would think we want to hear a show about insurance? But you know what the difference between Johnson S. Insurance is? When you call him, you get Chris. You don't get Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I don't know if I should. Um, I, should we? Re, is this? No, no, no. Be... That's perfect. That's perfect. I was just going to say, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind Aaron Rodgers picking up the phone, but that's a whole nother. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, you know, from boutique to big business, the stories are fascinating. And that, you know, that's where my enthusiasm bubbles up. When I when I had our office at the um, 
up the street before COVID, our neighboring um, office mates would ask me to be quiet because I just get so excited to hear the stories. And now like the world gets to hear the stories. And that, that was, that was just something that was starting to really come to life toward the end of um, last year as this was percolating was more people need to hear this. How do I get out what this person is doing, what this person's doing? Cause they could help each other. Mm. Beyond what I've ever seen an association be able to do in 20 years. Yeah, that's so on it. I I know I've said this before on the show, but I don't think so. The reason why I have this podcast in particular is because I want to write a book about branded podcasts. And so I'm like, I need to get the stories right because stories make great books. And so. I, I wish I could tell you this podcast was my idea, but it wasn't. It was part of a mastermind group. And they're like, well, if you have to re- like go interview people, why don't you just create a podcast? I'm like, start it. Like, of course. But I really do think it's a really powerful way to – I always look at if I'm having a great conversation with somebody, my immediate go-to thought is let's record this because it needs to be a podcast, right? Like it's just that that power to it. So – are you measuring, do you use this? I guess, let me rephrase the question. Do you use this as a value add for members? Like, Hey, if you join the association, this is part of what you'll get to as a feature on the podcast, or are there different ways you're measuring, uh, the quote unquote success of the podcast where you, you know, when, when, when the time comes to say, do we keep doing this? You can say a definite yes or no based on results you're getting. Do you have a way to measure that? That, you know, that, that is a very good question. Um, I'll call it like season one and season two. So season one, we I just wanted to test it to see how it went. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget when um, I sent you guys our first pilot episode and I was like, everything's wrong, right? <laughs> and you guys were like, it's perfect, run it. So we didn't put a lot of measurements toward it. And the the way we shared the opportunity was definitely a member benefit, but it's very, you know, we have to be very cautious on what we promise to people. And so what we, um, you know, just the way we go about it is an invitation for members. It's, it's very interesting why people join communities, but there's there and, and to survey them, um, we have to also be careful how often we survey our membership. And so I've been very general in answering this question. The feedback has been amazing. Who doesn't want to share their story? People really appreciate that it's not live because sometimes they say, can I go back? Can I take this out? And I've really enjoyed that journey. I think in season two, I'd like to put more metrics to um, get that to you for your book. Because, um, it, you know, those are really great questions and you're going to need that for, you know, and that sort of research. And I would be also be very happy to see what we can do to help you with your book one thing interesting, I had a publisher reach out to me that said, you know what you should do as a yearbook? 
for 2021, the association, and have a little story for each podcast. Um, and she actually does tabletop books. And she, you know, we, we're, we're in talk about that. I just don't know, you know, what the budget would be, but who doesn't love yearbooks? That's a really great idea too. And just have, and again, it's another, like, you know, I did big events for a while and it's so the same type of like, you've got these sponsors and it's same like with members, right? You're always looking at ways of how can I increase the value of being a part of this, right? So whether it's, you know, helping with the event or, you know, being a part of association, I love those value adds of how can I continue to make them really look at this and, you know, to the point of where I just asked about the podcast, but to the point where their annual membership is renewing and it's a no brainer for them to continue to pay. Right. And so it's, you know, as a sponsor, it's like, how do I continue to make sure they're here every year at this event? And it's those, it's those value adds. And I love that idea and that story just because it's still only one thing. It's the podcast, but that's generating more value adds for your members just by doing the podcast. You know what I mean? And so there's this, mm-hmm. all these creative ways you can just take this one form of content and spin it to continue to add that value. So, cause that's, you know, your members are everything. They have to be able to do that. So I'm, I think that's a great idea. You know, I just told you the story of the evolution of the podcast and I know I've said it under five times. But I'm going to get really good at telling this story because I'm going to say it about 95 more times. And it's just one of the best things I've done in the last 10 years in sports association management. Um, And I do believe having the right network and partners are key as well. I loved the way y'all guided me. I like the way we're moving into enhancing the brand as I am getting my footing as a host. I've appreciated the mentorship. Um, I appreciated the ideas of having a guest co-host. That's really made a difference. Um, You and Sia, you know, your styles of you producing more behind the scenes and see us saying, jump right in. <laughs> You're, you know, start with the low dive and, and move up to the medium dive. And before you know it, you're on the high dive. So I feel like I'm in the medium dive. My footing is getting a little better. And um, I, you know, I tip my hat to, to you two. I, um, I wouldn't, I really, really wouldn't feel as confident as I do if I wasn't in the care of your business acumen and the tender loving care around it. Oh, thank you. I, I love the, I'm a firm believer of start not perfect. Like, because you Mm -hmm. you and I were talking about this before. I don't think perfection is and dust is a place you debt, a destination, I guess. I really don't believe perfect. I feel you're always evolving and always changing. So if you're going to wait for perfection, uh, you're going to be waiting a really long time. And, um, I know my first podcast was gosh, seven years ago now, my daughter, no six, seven years ago. 
And it was upstairs in my living room. I had horrible mics. I didn't know what to buy, right? And I'm interviewing my friend about her business. And like, you could hear the dogs barking. I thought I put the dogs outside thinking the dogs went, but you could hear them barking outside, right? Every now and then. That podcast still lives to this day out in the internet. That podcast still gets downloads to this day. And it's really not that good. Like I'll be, I mean, it, but the information <laughs> was impactful, right? But that start is what changed everything for me. And I know this start has been um, impacting your life in ways that you probably never imagined when you hit record for the first time, right? Like, you know, just the connection with people. Uh, But I know there's been opportunities for you too that have been coming, you know, as just as potential right now. But you never would have dreamed this possible had you never just but you hit record. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And um, I'm very open about having success coaches and I've had them for 20 years. And um, my coach that I currently have right now says, be ready for success when it comes. Don't get ready when it comes. Mm -hmm. And thank, you know, thank goodness that um, I kept that attitude through this. Because we were preparing, you know, as you know, for this podcast late last year. And um, we had some definite challenges for me. And um, we just pushed through and it it actually anchored me, you know, to keep going. And um, I, I, I am just so humbled by this opportunity and humbled to be here on this journey with everyone else and to show, you know, at whatever age you are, wherever you are in life, just Nike says it best, go for it. Well, and to wrap it up, can you talk a little bit about, you know, we're talking about opportunities for you, but even just the opportunities for your members that have sparked out of this, um, do you have any story? I know you do have stories, but stories that you can share of just unexpected wins that have happened. And I know you've had people call you about just the impact you've had on their life. Like, I don't know if you can share that story about the bullying, um, something. I mean, you've had a lot of really cool phone calls that have stemmed out of this, the, this podcast. It is just shocking to me, the reach that we receive and the notes that we get on um, that, that was one show for sure, where we, we just touched on the topic of bullying during gaming. And there was a gentleman that sent me a note and he said, I'm really glad that you're raising awareness because he said, there are games he just stopped playing forever, just based on a couple of comments that people made when he didn't win. And you know, um, there's something about when you're behind the screen, you know, people might get a little bit, little bit looser with their criticism. And really, we're all human beings and things hurt, you know, um, on a practical point, we could call it like, think about the bridezilla of a wedding. 
so many things can go perfect, but that bride is on that one thing. And it's like, you got to let it go. And that's what, you know, that's where I stay um, really focused with Esports Connected is that this is for our members to share their stories and to create partnerships and networking and building their brands and um, enhancing their brands. And, you know, there's going to be people that don't like a show here or there. Um, but I just have to tr- stay true to the purpose um, that this is for our members. And um, the, the success stories, you know, are are definitely coming and um, far, far more than the the other. Well, I was going to say for every per like, I know I'm not for everyone and I've had to let that go. Um, I know being divorced actually. So this is kind of totally off topic, but when I, I was married and before I was married, like you're trying to please, you know, like, Oh, I like somebody. I want them to like me. So can I, and after getting divorced, it was, it was the most freeing thing in the world. Cause it was like, this is me. Like I love dogs. And if he doesn't love dogs, this is not going to work. It's nothing against me. It just doesn't match. And I think that has had to evolve in all areas of my life or their business. Like I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I'm not going to work with every business and that's okay because I'd rather not marry them and get in a contract with them if we're not a fit, right? Then try mm-hmm. to force the fit and, you know, into business and everything. And and from that perspective, for every person who's eh, probably not your cup of tea and that's okay, it's nothing against you, you've impacted an exponential amount of more people, right? Like, and so it's like, okay, we, we, we have to move forward. And I know, like, like I said, you've told great stories about people selling like parts of their bit franchises and people having all these things because you said, I'm, I love these conversations. How can I get more? And it's something so profound yet. So simple. It really, you know what I'm saying? And I think Mm -hmm. this is, this is great. So one thing I always like to ask as we, as we end the show is there's imagine that person who's sitting there. Oh, I I think I want to do this podcast. I've got some ideas you know, they're, they're waning for whatever reason, what is your piece of advice or, or what would you say to them to push them to that other side? Well, I can tell you what I did and I had, um, a great, um, some great people tell me I clicked record and I did a podcast and then I sent it to you and said, what do you think? (laughs) And that was it. And, you know, there was a little bit of heaming and hawing, but that's what I did is, um, is practiced. And when you and, and the network liked the show, I was shocked and honored and humbled all at the same time. So that's what I would say. Send a pilot right over to you guys, a raw pilot. Well, and be open for feedback. Like, I think that's awesome too. You know what I mean? Like, yes. but I think the most important thing you said of that whole part was I hit record, right? I I, did. (laughs) Like you hit record and you started and it's evolved into something that, like I said, you probably never, had you said, I think these will be the benefits. There's probably so many more you never even probably thought of that have come from it. And I actually can't wait to read the book. Okay. <laughs> I, I told John Davidson the other day, I said, I wish I would have studied podcasts during the pandemic when I had more time because, you know, it's it's a fascinating, um, fascinating industry. I'm sure you're having a grand 
a grand old amount of fun. And um, one of the best things, the best thing we've done at ESTA this year, hands down. Well, I love it so much. Megan, thank you so much for spending the time to do this. We're going to link to Esports Connected in the show notes of this. But if anybody wanted to learn more about the Esports Trade Association, where is the best place for them to go? EsportsTA.org. All right. And we'll have that in our show notes too. Megan, thank you so much again. I hope this inspires. I I feel it will. It's going to inspire a a ton of people out there. So uh, hopefully after this one, we finally get them off the ledge and they're starting all kinds of podcasts for uh, even their self or their businesses. So thank you so much today. And if it's in esports, call me. <laughs> I'll talk you into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's a girl. Anything in esports, contact Megan. Get uh, get a hold of the Esports Trade Association for sure. That there's a lot of guidance happening over there for a lot of people. So always appreciated, yeah, Megan. It's, 